everyone, and welcome to episode 106 of the High Sensitivity Gaming Podcast. Thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news, as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-host. My name is Craig, and I wish you could all see the absolute nonsense that is the weather outside right now. I can't believe it's snowing in April. It is. <laughs> it's literally snowing. Yeah, and it, it, and on top of that, like it's sticking and it doesn't stop. But we're not here to talk yep. about snow because let's be honest, I'm tired of it. No, I'm just I'm just angry about it. That's all. No, I, I I'm kind of the same way where it's just like I thought we were done with this. Like I'm so yep. over it by now. But what I'm not over is the news for video mm. games. Oh, that was smooth. Uh, I feel felt a little forced, <laughs> but uh, nope. let's go ahead into it. And I guess if we're going to talk about anything, I'll just be the first one to jump in the water here. The Kingdom Hearts 20th or 25th <laughs> anniversary happened. Can't remember if it's the 20th or 20th. Has to be the 20th. I feel like it has 20th. Yeah. Yeah. 20th. So what they announced was, you know, just a couple of minor things, you know, yeah. finale to a mobile game. They're announcing another mobile game. And we finally get to see some not only like trailer, but gameplay footage of Kingdom Hearts 4. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did it, guys. All of us Kingdom Hearts fans are have to gonna have to wait another probably eight years before we see this thing, most likely. But I'm I, I just joke. Uh, but from a non Kingdom Hearts super fan perspective, Craig, what did you think? <laughs> I just also want everybody to know that between the two of us, I was the first one to text about it, not Barry. Just remember yes. that. Yeah, that yeah, that is true. <laughs> so we that's say what you will about super fans, but, uh, um, interesting direction on art style, right? Going for a more realistic approach. Um, I'm always on board for more kingdom hearts. As long as this isn't going to further delay the final fantasy seven remake. I don't think yeah. it is. I'm hoping it's a different team, but that was my only concern, but what they showed off, I think looks pretty cool. Yeah, what's strange is to think, and Square Enix probably has to be a pretty big company, because we mm -hmm. also have things like the Final Fantasy VII Part Two, we have Final Fantasy Sixteen, and yeah. also like Kingdom Hearts Four. Like, if I had to mention it, like those are probably their three big games, of yeah. coming out for the coming out, you know, within the future, I guess, or that are announced. But w what I'm excited to see one is I. I'm okay with the art style because I think and a lot of people all over the internet are saying that Tetsuya Nomura, the director of Kingdom Hearts, is using this as an excuse to create the world for the, his canceled Final Fantasy game. So he had all those assets that I guess maybe he's going to use here. I don't know if he is or not. But, you know, we might have saw a glimpse of what was a Star Wars world, yeah. as a lot of people suggest that that is an ATST. In, mm -hmm. the, in the trailer where we see one foot, which would be cool. I also think that that art that we saw is probably very specific to that one world. Because Goofy and Donald still look the same. Yet again, I do think they'd look the same regardless. But maybe just in this afterlife, quote unquote, of, and I, you know, I'm not going to get into Kingdom Hearts floor <laughs> here. We'd be here for six <laughs> hours. Yep. But it, it seems as though that's going to be like that world world's like art style i believe because like there were human people in it like it's not meant to be this su super like disney type world whereas we cut to donald and goofy looking like donald and goofy and most likely hades because hades yeah. has always seemed to play a bigger part than what leads on you know because at the end of three they're looking for pandora's box quote unquote or this mysterious box so there, there's like all these questions to be added and all uh, all I can really hope for is that this game brings it back to its roots, brings it back to what people liked about, you know, the Kingdom Hearts series and hopefully just delivers, you know, people really like the original stories that we got to have in those worlds. And if they can do that instead of rehashing just old stuff, I think that's what people want. I think people want to see combat be a bit more, you know, arcadey and fun and fluidy, which is where like Kingdom Hearts 2 combat tends to be kind of the. I guess the podium of first place for what people love about Kingdom Hearts there, and I, all I can do is hope is that they're going to take a more like just. Do what people liked and maybe take some risks in other places, but 
you know, maybe make the story a bit more uh, digestible for new fans <laughs> or something like that. Like it's, it's kind of a hard ask considering yeah. we're talking about an afterlife and quadratum and <laughs> real life Shibuya in a kingdom yep. hearts game. It's, it's a lot to ask. I understand, but we need, yeah. uh, we need to see it. We need to see more. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be any more like any easier to understand. Um, I just always play through those games, enjoying seeing all the different worlds. But like, I could not begin to tell you where the story's at right now. And I've played all three of the main ones. I have no idea, but I still enjoy them. Um, and I think people will still play them, even if the story is way out there and incoherent like it usually is. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to say it's probably. I'm going to say like three years away. I feel like that's safe. I think so, too. I think three or two years. I, I want to believe that this game is a lot farther than what I'm going to give it credit for. Mm -hmm. uh, just because we in how Kingdom Hearts was is like last time we just saw a five second trailer with the title card. And yep. this time we get to see gameplay uh, and we get to see trailers of what's going on. So I feel like they are further along with this than what most people would lead them to believe, because based on past tendencies, for how long it takes for another mainline Kingdom Hearts game to come out. It takes forever. I, I get that. Yeah. But I'm I'm hoping that, you know, Square Enix realizes how valuable this franchise is and how much money they can make because it's Disney and Final Fantasy. Like yep. you, you really can't you can go wrong. I'll say that. But the amount of like money potential, like opportunity that they have is far outweighs, you know, um, sidelining Kingdom Hearts for another project that maybe might be new. I think that's what maybe Square Enix's, you know, thinking is. But that's do you, you know, do you think they bring in the remastered Final Fantasy VII characters? I think in so. In some way, I do. Yeah, too. I think so. Yeah, um, kind of tie it together. Yeah, exactly. Like tie tie that whole thing together because, like, let's be honest, like. Final Fantasy remake seems to be doing something weird, too. Like, yeah. I can't exactly put my finger on what's going weird, but it is weird. So. We just we just have to wait and see. Maybe we learn more about it in E3. I'm hoping we learn a little bit more about it in E3. And I feel like what they could do to, like, build up hype is slowly announce what worlds may be coming to Kingdom Hearts. Or if you're going to do like if, if it is a Star Wars world, focus on what's going on in that Star Wars world get people excited yeah. and then use the other three worlds to maybe get people like excited as a surprise. Cause like Disney has only come out with more interesting, you know, you know, things, you know, we have, I think Moana is an, is one that they could do and do well. You know, there's kind of like a main sort of villain and it, it, I don't know. Like Moana seems to fit Kingdom Hearts it does. like a lot better than like other, and it's because I can imagine what the storyline would be. But again, I don't want to take up too much more time with Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> so, Kingdom Hearts I'm, Four, I'm excited. I really, I think we should just do a segment every show until it comes out. Okay, I guess so. I could give a synopsis on each of the games. <laughs> Two minutes on every episode until it comes out. It's like those people who are like. I'm going to eat this piece of paper until somebody recognizes me. Yes, exactly. Gonna yeah, we're going to will until, it into existence un, uh, until they allow us to reveal the next yes. trailer for Kingdom Hearts. Ooh, I, yeah. Wow, man. What a dream. I mean, they'd have to at that. Yeah. Point. <laughs> um. All right. So smaller bit of news here. Uh, Witcher three next gen is delayed indefinitely. Does anybody care? <laughs> I do. I do. I know you do. Um. Surprised? Not surprised? What else are they working on <laughs> besides so I, a new Witcher? Yeah, besides a new Witcher now. I just feel yeah. a, a part of me doesn't think like this is going to come out or it's going to come out and not change a damn thing Yeah, about, uh, about it at all. I really want to jump into the Witcher 3 again. I bought the complete edition, so it has all of the DLC. Like There is a lot for me to jump into there, but I do want to wait until the new... The new next gen update comes out just to see what it provides, if it's yep. worth it for me. And if it ends up being worth it, you're going to have a ton of new players for it. So I think they need to do it right. Mm -hmm. But there's just all of these issues, I feel like, with them trying to keep the plan for Cyberpunk and eventually release DLC. You now have the Witcher 3 
in depth, uh, next gen and definitely delayed. Now you also have the Witcher four that you're working on. That is probably this brand new complete world that probably most of your, you want most of your team working on instead of having two separate teams work on games where they're getting better. Like, especially in cyberpunk's case, like it's getting there, but it's not there. And then you also have games like the Witcher three, where most people are kind of done playing. So, uh, my worry is that it's going to come out and be a half-assed attempt Probably. at doing it, and all they're going to end up doing is be like, okay, here are faster load times. See you later. We're done. That kind of thing. So yeah. I, I can only hope that that's not what their plan is. It does kind of feel like they had good intentions when they started of doing a complete remaster, but I kind of agree with you there that I feel like when it actually does come out, they're going to be like, you know what? This is too much work. We have Witcher 4 to work on, so just take it as it is. It's It's next-gen um, and enjoy uh, unlimited speed on your load times. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what I worry about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so another piece of small news that I wanted to go over is Sonic the Hedgehog 2 is doing gangbusters and money. <laughs> and I am so excited. Like I went to the movies today to see uh, Secrets of Dumbledore, which mm-hmm. I will go into. But like there are just all so many kids going to see sonic 2 and you know the news was over the weekend it's made over 70 million dollars and i just look at that and i like it is a kids movie i haven't seen it yet but i do plan on but i am just so happy for a video i'm so happy that like for sega and for sonic you're seeing this interest that in sonic that there never was and it's just going to you know it's kind of funny to say but until this Mario movie comes out, <laughs> like you're going to have kids more excited for Sonic than Mario. Yep. And, you know, they do have the Sonic Frontier games is coming out. And because Sonic is doing so well, we're going to get to see so many more people be excited for Sonic Frontiers than the next Mario game. I mm-hmm. just find that so fascinating considering Sonic's history of like super popular to not as popular, especially with like Sonic 06 and the direction they take the series after that to where now Sega has to feel like this enormous pressure to provide a good game with the Sonic game, because not only do you have diehard Sega fans like going into it, you're also going to have a bunch of kids who are probably mm-hmm. this is going to be, you know, there, there's so, there's such a chance that I get giddy thinking about it, that like these kids, this is going to be their first like video game where their parents go, you know, my son won't be quiet about Sonic. Let me get the new Sonic game for the Switch that, mm-hmm. you know, they want. So I I'm just excited for what this does for video game movies, because Uncharted, I think, is a good movie. It just didn't succeed, I think, in the way people thought. But Sonic is like it, it's making a lot of money. And that just like it, it's so good to see just like a video game movie. Finally, you know, maybe get the recognition it gets from the from the public view. Yeah, and I think Uncharted is more of a teenager to adult demographic, whereas mm-hmm. Sonic is going to hit every demographic. I think I don't have a lot of faith in the Mario movie, but I do feel like when that comes out, it's going to make just a ton of money. I really do, um, because they're building off of what Sonic is doing now. Um, yeah. and And you have the star power in that movie as well, even though we laughed at the casting. I'm sure it's going to work. Um but yeah, I, I'm excited too. I haven't seen the second Sonic. I love the first Sonic. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, same and here. Yeah, it's good to see some sort of video game movie working out for once. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully, uh, uh, I was just going to say, like, uh, there is a post credit scene and it looks like we are going to be getting more. So I'm just excited that there probably is good, that we're probably going to get more Sonic, especially with the success of this one. They could probably pump out, like, three for sure, but... They could probably go four, five, six easy on this kind of thing. Yeah, I think it depends on what kind of like road they're going with. Like it does hurt that the fact that like this could be Jim Carrey's last movie. Because that is another part of like news is that Jim Carrey says this might be his last. And and they've come out and said they're not going to cast recast Eggman. I'm just hoping that maybe they can get Jim Carrey as Eggman for one more movie and to like set up maybe that. And then you know, go into another, you know, one of Sonic, like Sonic Adventures, like has a little bit to do with Eggman, but not as much. So 
We'll have to see where it goes. It just it just kind of sucks that the potential may end up being cut extremely short with Jim Carrey not being able to play Eggman because he is one of the like he is so good at at in in the first one. And I imagine he's that good in the second, if not better. Yeah, he gets to be himself. You know, when he when you give him a role that he can just run with, he's always going to put out phenomenal work. Yeah, exactly. Um, tying in with the uh, gaming movies here, I have two quick ones here. First one is we're going to get a Streets of Rage movie. Um, nobody's attached to it yet, but uh, Derek Kolstad, I think is his name. He did John Wick is attached to it. So, I mean, we could get some pretty cool choreographed uh, fight scenes on that. And yeah. then the other one that I thought was interesting is the long rumored Minecraft movie now has its leading actor in Jason Momoa. Um, don't see how that correlates, but I'm going to ask this question of you. Do you think this movie will be fully animated, uh, not animated at all, or like Sonic, where it's a mix? It, it's really hard to tell. I feel like it's going to be something like the Lego movie. Okay. Where, you know, you do have like real life personas playing. Mm-hmm. in this but then the legos take place like fully animated like it's going to be primarily a fully animated with like real life aspects i guess to it like the yeah. thing is is steve doesn't have a voice and right. we all know like steve is what they call the main character for minecraft mm-hmm. so is jason momoa gonna um you know play steve but i feel like i feel like it's going to be a lot of that with like the child imagination sort of thing which is what like brings those legos to life in the lego Maybe. movie so I, I feel like that I feel like that's the plan. And if it is, I I should be given, you know, some sort of you know, <laughs> I some feel sort of prediction. The the first thing I thought of when I saw that was how do you make Jason Momoa look like a blocky Steve? But then I was like, ah, oh, maybe it's just fully animated and he's going to yeah. be the voice of Steve. I could see that. Um, but I think I could also see a Sonic type where he is the main character. But then you have like a Steve, right? as cartoon or animated. Um, But I think I'm giving it too much credit. I don't know that it's well, let me not be crazy. It's Minecraft. It's going to make a ton of money. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see where they go with it. It's so strange, like with where this went with, like when this movie is going to come out, because like if you released it probably about three years ago, I would have told you, yeah, this movie's going to make super money. Like it's going to be ridiculous how much money it makes. But now that, you know, yes, Minecraft is a very like much introductory game to like a lot of people, but it also has definitely cooled off like Mm -hmm. it's hype and steam where I don't think when this movie comes out, which could be who knows, it's just starting. So it could be another three, four, two years before before this movie comes out where people are like, oh, a Minecraft movie. What the heck is this? (laughs) Yeah. Next up on my list is Breath of the Wild 2. A lot of people are saying that this game is not running on a current Switch, which I find extremely fascinating. And the fact that it would make perfect sense for them to go, okay, here's a new Switch coming out uh, and Breath of the Wild 2. I I believe it'll come out for both systems like Nintendo always has. But I... I do personally believe, and what we've been saying, is that there is going to be a new Switch that comes out with this game. Uh, it's just funny how people are diving into the trailer that much and going, yeah, there's no way this this runs on the current Switch. So we'll ho- hopefully we'll see a new powerful next-gen model, but more is, more is yet to be seen. I mean, is it a fair assumption to say that that trailer was running on a PC? That game? Probably, play? yeah. Yeah. And it's just a trailer. Right. Like a trailer right. you can make as pretty as you want. We've never mm-hmm. seen gameplay at all. So, right. Like, I, but again, I don't think you're wrong either. I do think there's it's going to be on the next gen in quotations switch. I do. But I also think you're right that it's going to come out on both. They'd be stupid not to do that. Yeah, especially um, with how many switches are out. Right. But if you make it only for the next gen switch. Everybody's buying that next gen switch. Everybody's buying that next gen switch, but I, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot of issues like we're all we we've seen the issues with PS5 and the new X and the new Xbox as well. Mm-hmm. Like 
I, I feel like Nintendo did a good job with how they stock switches when the original came out. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people that got it wanted it. And there were a lot of systems that came out when it first came out. And I feel like Nintendo needs to do this right in order to maximize their sales. So hopefully they're already in production of this new switch and they've got hundreds, if not hundreds of thousands of millions already waiting in some sort of abandoned warehouse that's <laughs> locked up in Nintendo's basement. Yeah. Uh, but th- that's that's what we have to hope for, because if this are, if there is going to be a new switch coming out, I just want it to be done right where people mm-hmm. can get the console without needing to fight over it is. And like that, that that's kind of a pipe dream, to be honest, considering today's state of like supply chain and whatnot. But I like to think I'm a hopeful person. So that's where. <laughs> True. Uh, last, I have one movie and one gaming news, but the one gaming one I wanted to bring up is more kind of a funny thing, um, is the let me solo her hero in Elden Ring. Have you been following this? I have. I have seen a couple <laughs> things about it. I mean, I, I'm on the record as not liking Elden Ring, not really getting into it, but the idea of this and having someone who is helping people solo and I forget her name, but the hardest boss in the game, right? Yeah. Uh, Melina or millennia. Mal- yeah. I've- in nothing but underwear and a pot on his head. And a lot of times not even taking damage is pretty cool. Like, I like the idea. Um, I've seen a lot of memes already. I think I thought I saw they were doing something in game, but maybe not. But anyway, I think it's a pretty cool idea. Yeah, as far as I know, and when I read the story, like the this person let me solo mm-hmm. her, like battled her alone for like over 240 times before finally like getting it right. And, you know, it's just kind of good karma. Like, I've seen... I I didn't get that far into Elden Ring yet, and that boss, like, looks insanely hard to beat. Yeah. But nothing will beat, you know, the people who aren't, like, looking and watching other people do it, because I already have a one-up in knowing what her moveset is, where those people don't. So it could take them forever to get used to that boss or to figure out how how to beat it. So it's... I feel like he probably, like, popped off when he finally beat her. And then was like, here's some good karma. Like if somebody's yeah. stuck and if I go into that world, hopefully I can you know, do it myself. So I, I think it's a really cool thing that this yeah. person's doing. And I wonder I now wonder whether or not he's like beaten Melina over 240 times to like make up for all of the failure he made or the failures <laughs> he had or something like that. Yeah, it's just more of like the you hear a lot about the good community in dark souls demon souls games so it's just more of that i mean you hear some bad too but that's i thought that was really awesome yeah exactly uh next up and i've got one more movie in game so i'm gonna do the movie one this time we finally get a trailer for thor love and thunder yeah um overall like it just looks like another kind of good follow-up to it it felt like a uh taikiti you know taika wakiti like movie like right out of the gate so you know, what did you think of the trailer? Um, I mean, they're definitely going for the 80s vibe. We had that a little training montage of him getting back in shape, which I yeah. thought was cool. Um, the thing that caught my eye the most was the uh, the gods, uh, Zeus. You see a little bit of Zeus in there, um, I'm assuming. And I've seen a lot of people online saying that I, I guess Hercules is a big part of Marvel Comics um, and Thor particularly that they're assuming that we're going to get Hercules in this movie, which I think would be kind of cool. Um, man, it, I mean, I'm all for the Thor movies. I wasn't for the first two, but uh, man, it looks it looks fantastic. Yeah, with with the popularity of Ragnarok and how mm-hmm. well that movie was received, it definitely has a chance to also like do Spider-Man, you know, No Way Home type numbers. Yeah, uh, it it just kind of depends whether or not it will reach those expectations. I, I think it does have a good chance as well. Yeah, and it comes out in July, so that's your summer Marvel movie, so it's going to get a ton of hype, a ton of people are going to go see it. Yeah, it's going to make billions. (laughs) (laughs) Probably. (laughs) Um, All right, so my last thing, which is also about a trailer, is also the Doctor Strange final trailer we got um, Mm -hmm. this week because we're not that far off from Doctor Strange. Um, The main things here is, for me, confirmation of X-Men, 100% confirmed. We yeah, see Dr. X's wheelchair. Um, so everybody was saying, oh, that's his voice. That's his voice. We got the confirmation. X-Men are officially in the Marvel Universe. I can't be more excited, honestly. 
yeah, I feel like this is their chance to either introduce like new actors to the mm-hmm. roles or introduce, you know, and hopefully some of them get reprised yeah. for their roles as well. So it like I'm excited for that movie. It has like unbelievable amounts of hype for all yeah. of the callbacks it has to like other Marvel comics that it has the chance to do. So hopefully like I'm just hoping the movie doesn't get drowned in all of it. Like it just doesn't end up being you know, this it could be like a tribute to all of the other like sort of franchises that they're doing and a chance to to slightly set them up. But mm-hmm. I feel like with all of these cameos going on, how are you going to fit it into this movie? Like how <laughs> it, it just seems so large that, you know, it, it, how it's not a three and a half hour movie is kind of, you know, I'm bewildered by that. Or, you yeah. know, Avengers Endgame long. So, right. You know, I... good. I was going to say, we just have to wait and see, because like I, I just want I love Doctor Strange. I love mm-hmm. the introduction of magic into the Marvel Universe and this multiverse stuff is really cool. But I I want to see more of Doctor Strange do his crazy magic stuff like we only saw, I think, a sliver of that in Infinity War. And I want to see more of that um, just in general from Doctor Strange. Yeah, um, I they did come out and say that this has more surprises than Infinity War, Endgame, and Spider-Man combined, yeah. um, which is a tall, tall order there. But I do think this is Marvel's movie that definitively sets up where we're going with the Marvel movies, right? Like we've yeah. had it from the TV shows with Loki and everything else kind of setting up your main villain. But I think this is going to be the definitive like, here's your X-Men, here's whoever else they decide to come in, bring in, because if they're showing X-Men, there's got to be something bigger they're not showing. Um, And just kind of saying, like, here's all the characters that are going to be in this phase of next one or two phases of the movies here. Um, But yeah, this definitely feels like the first big, and I'm not counting Spider-Man, even though Spider-Man was big, but like the first big phase, what are we on, three, four? Yeah, I th- yeah, I think I think this is phase four. Yeah, of that phase. So, yeah, I'm super excited counting down the days. Definitely not going to go see it opening night. I'll probably go like Saturday or Sunday, but super pumped. Yeah, as am I. And then the last bit of news is a little bit of a rumor going around that Xbox Game Pass is considering putting ads into some of their free games. And a lot of this has been stirred up because of the news of the PlayStation game. Oh man, I can't believe it just escaped my mind <laughs> uh, about it. But particularly like they were talking about how the one PlayStation plus game came out and it was bad. Like it was bad for business. Like they, it came out free with uh, on PlayStation plus as like a release. And it ended up like bombing financially because they didn't have enough people making money off of it. But how, how would you feel? If ads were added into the added into the mix, I think it depends on how you do it. Um, I think back to the 360 era of Xbox where you would see the changing ads specifically in like Burnout Paradise. Um, I remember Midnight Club Los Angeles had billboards. I think if you do it like that, I think that's I'm not going to say tastefully done, but that is more acceptable to me, like if I'm seeing a billboard in the background, I'm perfectly okay with that. But if it's like a, you know, if it turns into here's your game pass game, you download it. And then you got like two or three screens of ads before you can start playing the game. I think then we have a problem, but if you tie it into the game, I don't think too many people are going to be upset. I won't be personally, um, but we'll see how they, how they decide to do it or if they get enough pushback that they just kind of back off of the idea. But I get it. Like if a game's free, you got to make money somehow. And if you're not making it off DLC and microtransactions, this is the next best way. Yeah. And I still can't find it. <laughs> you know, what game I'm ta- you know what game I'm talking about though? It was mm-hmm. the weird side swoller game that it was the one alien with powers. We played it. Um, Odd World? Yes, Odd World. That's it. Okay. Yes. Odd World okay. and the developers came out that, that said that it was bad for them that they didn't sell the game and that it was free. 
Okay. Like, you could buy it with a physical copy. Like I do remember physical copies being around in retailers. Right. But specifically like the odd world game didn't do well because of the fact that it became free on PlayStation plus. Now let it be fair that I don't know how many people would have tried that game. Right. Had it not been free. Cause it is such a, it is such like a callback to older games mm-hmm. that I don't know if people would have gave it a shot. I don't know. Like not for 60, at least maybe yeah, 30 not or for 40. 60. And, and like, I don't know how many people would have bought it to begin with. Like yeah. it's, it's that kind of thing. It is such a niche game. I feel like, that the developers can come out can come out and say that it hurt them, but I also feel like they probably got a decent amount of publicity, yeah. or like people trying the game at least. To um, yeah, to I mean, you tried it, right? One. Yeah, I did. Yeah, and it, exactly. And it's it's a strange game. It's mm-hmm. probably not what I'm into, but had had it not been free, I don't know if I would ever tried it. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird to come out, but that's what's that. That's why it's starting this conversation where, you know, day one releases on Xbox Game Pass. How do the developers like make their money? Yes, they get probably a large lump sum from the from Microsoft or Sony in order to make it free. Yep. But once that initial rush ends, how do they make their money? Because most people aren't buying the game after that. So then when you download a game on Game Pass, there's an ad. I don't know what kind of ad it would be. And I feel like if it's one of those things, like imagine it's like an NBA 2K where randomly an ad shows up. Yeah. (laughs) Like when randomly an ad for NBA 2K TV comes and shows up in the middle of your game, like that probably can be pretty annoying. Yep. Like it, it has to be done smartly, but I don't know how smartly it can be done. Like, what are you going to do? Put a monster logo in the corner or (laughs) something like that? Like it's kind of, it's a slippery slope. Uh, if you start making game, putting ads into games physically, but I I don't know, like they should just make a deal where like the Xbox, like from game pass, the developers can still make a decent amount of money despite the fact that it's free on game pass. But I, I do fear for if this gets implemented, what would happen? Yeah. And I think if it's like a screen, when you first turn on the game that you have to close out of or whatever, um it sucks but i think we'll inevitably tune it out like how many times do you notice the ads on your xbox home screen anymore yeah you're right yeah i just we block them out right they're there every time you turn it on they're everywhere there's like at least two sometimes three or four on the home screen i don't even see them anymore so i feel like it could be the same way where you just your brain instinctively like, let me press B and close this out as soon as the game starts. And then you don't think about it, which at the end of the day, Microsoft doesn't care if you do that because they're getting the ad money from the company who wants to be in the game. So yeah, exactly. I don't know. We'll see what they decide to do. Yeah. But with that, let's go ahead and go into games for the week. Yeah. Uh, we've definitely hit our dead zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not a lot of releases are coming out, but for me, I played the Chrono Cross remaster on nice. switch how about you oh that's it <laughs> i played <laughs> i played so much lego star wars this week um but also i did actually play kirby and mlb so i had to get oh. caught up on those so yeah like I, I i played those already but uh unbeknownst to like most people as i went on vacation mm-hmm. uh visited some family in north carolina and all i had with me on me was my switch so I played Switch games, but all of what we've already reviewed. Yeah. So Chrono Cross is kind of that new thing that sure. you know I hadn't touched yet. So yep. let, let, let's go into some of what you were. Let, let's go okay. into some of your games. Um, we can hit on MLB because you talked about it last week and your disdain for it, right? <laughs> it, it's mixed. You know, yeah. it's it's the VC sort of stuff that definitely rubs me the wrong way. But. Yeah. So I made the point of not really messing with the creative player and go through the miners. I didn't even want to deal with that. Um, so I decided to just stick with the Phillies and I was like, let me just do a franchise. Let me go back to my roots and let me just play a baseball game. Um, what I can say is I appreciate the different ways they allow you to adjust the difficulty. Yeah. Um, I, I totally yeah. with you. Very cool that I started the game 
and put the batting all the way down on the lowest because I, for the life of me, could not get good at batting in the show. Um, and pitching, I put like somewhere in the middle. But what I appreciate about the game is that it goes, the difficulty level goes up with you, um, yeah. which yep. I did not know. So I started out like that first game. I think I won like 19 nothing, right? Because I had it on the <laughs> low. So I was like, all right. But then it starts slowly t raising your difficulty and it tells you like, oh, now you're in this difficulty. And now I'm playing games where I'm winning 3-1, losing maybe 4-2, something like that. And I'm like, okay, I can get behind this because it seems to have adjusted to where I'm at now, where it is a challenge, but it doesn't feel impossible. I can still yeah. get hits. I can still get home runs. Um, so I really do appreciate that. Having not played a lot of baseball games, I think I'm a little bit fresher and not worn out on this game. So I'm having some fun with it, but I wouldn't say it's like fantastic. It's kind of like, oh, it's the end of the night. Let me play one game because I know it's going to take me like 30 to 40 minutes to get through the game. Yeah. Um, let me just do that. Kind of like I do with NBA 2K. Let me just play a game real quick. And I think it's good for that. And I think that's where it's perfect that it's on Game Pass because there's no way I would have ever paid $60 for a baseball game. I'm just not a baseball fan. But having it on my Xbox and being like, yeah, I could play a game. I think that works in its favor. It's not going to end up on a list for me at the end of the year anywhere. I don't even think in the sports category, but I appreciate the little things that they did with it. Well, we have to see what other sports games come out this year. To be honest, True. like Forza Horizon 5 was last year. You're so... right. Yeah, you and know, all we've had this year is this yes. <laughs> so far. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything. WWE counts as sports. Yeah, WWE does count. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. We'll have to see. I mean, we can't expect much out of Madden. Um, or, Maybe. Who knows? Yeah. You know, or, or NHL. Or NHL. Yeah. So, yeah, and, and college football is next year. So Yeah. Maybe we get a new PGA Tour game. I'm hoping we get a new golfing game. That's what I'm hoping I've been dying to play a good golfing game again, so I would be on top of that in a heartbeat. I just hope I just hope they give out. I hope they finally get the licensing for people. Yeah. Um, but we can talk about PGA Tour another day. <laughs> sure. But uh, I'll talk about Chrono Cross Remaster. Sure. Of like, I'll say first off, I never played any of the. I haven't played Chrono Trigger. Okay. Or Chrono Cross. I never played either of those games, but I know they are cult classics mm -hmm. for many people. Uh, I was playing the Chrono Cross remaster on switch. It's still like, and, and the, this goes props to the game. It is such a strange game. Like yep. I have to, I have to look up guides on what I'm doing because some, some of the mechanics are old. Like for, for example, the first like actual time you go into combat and, or like you, you get caught up to what's going on. This lady wants you to go kill some like these tiny dragon things and they always run away from you so it's like first it's an environment puzzle so you need to trap them and then the next one you have to jump on top of and because the game is old it's not like feedback ready so you kind of <laughs> have to time it yeah. before before you jump down and it's something where like if you're not prepared you're gonna need to look it up and according to like my one friend adam who's played this game there's like over a hundred endings. There are yeah. so many characters are unlocked. Like this game is kind of, it, it feels overwhelming, but uh, like the story is so intriguing that I just have to see what's going on. So I've been playing it a decent amount. So the story wise, like I'll say like, I'm still confused. I've got no idea what's going on. Uh, all I know is, is no one remembers you. That's all I could. That's all I really <laughs> got going on right now is no one knows who you are. And then on top of that, the combat system is like very strange. It's not like magic. It all has to do with like elements and there's like this mix of like, uh, like kind of weakness and strengths where, you know, black beats white element. And there, there's just so much strange things going on with this game. It's kind of hard to explain, but what I do like about the com the combat is that your character has a certain amount of stamina that he can spend using like moves. And like one is a weak attack with higher percentage, two is medium with lower, three is critical or like strong with even lower chances. But as you go up, you can go like one 
two, three, and the chances for each of those go up as you go further into the stamina line. But you can only spend seven points. So your turn can only last until you've spent those seven points or choose to like not spend them all right away in order to guard or rest up your stamina faster. I just find this is a very strange and interesting um, combat style that makes me think a little bit more than just pressing the attack and watching the character do the move. Like there's this sort of gamble where there's a chance I could hit a three right off the bat and then my chances of hitting consecutive threes are much higher. So there's a chance you could do a ton of damage, but are you willing to risk that in mm-hmm. the in the facts that you may miss that attack? I'm really enamored with the with the battle system that this game does. It's I didn't know what it was like, and I'm kind of hooked to it because it's so much more different than what I'm used to. I have a lot of time in my childhood with Chrono Cross on PlayStation One, I believe. Yeah, it was PlayStation One. Um, how does it look as it age? It, it's aged. That's yeah. for sure. Like yeah. th- there's HD cut scenes, which still look pretty, you <laughs> bad. Know, pretty bad. Yeah. But uh, like that's part of this game's charm is that they still like I do wish that they went ahead and maybe like upgraded the backgrounds to be high res mm-hmm. instead of like still the very old blocky. Like the one thing that I will say and like many reviews have also said is that it didn't change enough. Like yeah. it's still very faithful to what it uh to what it used to be but to a fault. Like they definitely could have made this game look prettier and maybe had it to where you know, it wasn't such kind of a drag to look at cuz it's not that it runs bad, it just isn't a pretty game. No yeah. matter probably if you're on Switch or if you're playing on it playing on it on a PS5, I imagine you probably wish it looked better on PS5 considering the power that those next-gen consoles can do. But I feel like you're playing this game because you either played it before and you have all the nostalgia, or two, people have told you about what this game is like and, you know, you should give it a sh- give it at least a shot. Yeah, when they first announced that, which wasn't that long ago, my initial thought was, oh man, I gotta buy that because I played that so much as a kid, but... Then I got to thinking about it and I was like, I don't know one if it's aged well. Um, it didn't seem like like this isn't a remaster, right? This is just Yeah, it's just like yeah. kind of an HD thing yeah. that they did to it. It's like the same thing they did with like Final Fantasy eight and nine. Um yeah. and I just don't know. That's why I didn't buy it. I was like, uh, am I really gonna play through it again? Probably not. Um, I should probably just leave it the way I remember it as a kid when I thought it looked amazing back in the day um but it is good that people get to at least experience it if they want to without having to go hunt down a a playstation somewhere which are extremely overpriced as it is right now exactly yeah uh kirby which did you play any more kirby oh yeah yeah i played a lot of kirby um since i mean you kind of hit on everything last week but i will say that like this is in my opinion the best kirby game i've ever played um it's a ton of fun the levels are like the perfect size for me at like the end of the night when i'm in bed i'm like yeah let me play a kirby level real quick um just like the super mario um but yeah i i think it's great um this one might this one might sneak up on a list somewhere this year i think it is for me it is totally it is def it's not sneaking on a list it probably is gonna be on (laughs) it's gonna proudly stand there yeah it it, it, if (laughs) For Nintendo, I think they have to take the win where they can get it here. And I think yeah. for Kirby, they, they, they have a win on their hands. Yeah. And it just excites me for what the next step in Kirby is. Because, and I haven't heard much about how this game is sold or if or how it's doing. But if it does anything close to yeah. like good numbers, I have a feeling that maybe they'll invest more time and money into Kirby. And this sort of formula for it. Because now, because it was, it was the same thing with Mario. Mario hit like this new kind of like this new kind of wave when it entered the 3D world. And Mm -hmm. now that Kirby's kind of entered it, can Kirby also follow up with it? You know, they followed up 3D world with Super Mario Odyssey, which is, you know, acclaimed as like kind of one of the best Mario games. And it is a fantastic game. Um, And I feel like in a way that (laughs) that Mario game borrowed from Kirby. And what like Cappy did for Mario and like changing, 
changing up the formula. So now can can Kirby somehow bring a bit more of like the Mario sort of storytelling to it rather than like, can it borrow that element now to like push it to its next level? Yeah. Yeah. They've done a phenomenal job. I'm really enjoying like the, the items that are too big for Kirby to swallow. That just kind of, yeah. That's yeah. so cool to me. Like that's something new and different. Um, and I think the power ups all work pretty well. Um, some of the puzzles I thought were kind of cool. Bosses are neat. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think it's a I think it's a must get right if you have a switch. I think you do need to pick it up. Yeah. And depending on how far you are, are you in like the carnival world yet? Not yet. Like if you can try to plug it into your TV and kind of just okay. be like, wow, like that game looks good. Like whether it's on portable or whether it's on TV, like it, it it's amazing to me how we can have all these horrible games like that look <laughs> on switch. But Nintendo's like, OK, Here's what you're supposed to do with the system. And then Kirby comes out and it's like, wow, this is pretty. Yeah. So, yeah, but the carnival world is like there are a couple levels in there that are like, wow, this is actually like a really cool set piece they did. OK, yeah, I'm excited to get to that. Um, Lego Star Wars, I did beat the main story um, yeah. and I am going back through. I am going to 100 percent. I'm on my way. I think I'm at like. Oh, cool. 50, 56 percent. And I'm probably like 30 hours or something stupid. Yeah. Um, I will say that one, the cutscenes as always are hilarious. Um, but as a big Star Wars fan, the amount of detail when you finish the game and you're going back and finding all the bricks and doing all these side missions, there's so much detail they put into this games that are like characters that I remember reading about in books when I was a huge Star Wars book nerd and reading yeah. everything I could. Um, just all these small characters that get their time to shine. I almost feel like this, everything else besides the main story levels is like another game and a half at least. Um, oh, wow. it's just, yeah. it's just insane. The amount of stuff they crammed in here. Um, yeah, I think this one is also like with Kirby for you, this one's going to be battling for me on a list this year. It might yeah. push out some things that, surprise me but i think if you're not a star wars fan it's probably not gonna hit you as as hard as it does me but as somebody who's enjoyed so much star wars growing up it's cool seeing all these characters get their kind of time to shine in a lego environment no i absolutely yeah, i absolutely agree like and plus the sales numbers will tell you that this game is doing well yeah and hopefully this just again like much like kirby is a building block for them to sort of do better with other franchises, whether the next one they decide to do is like the Jurassic Park one. Yeah. You've got a ton of movies that you can adapt from there. Or I feel like the Marvel universe is kind of too big. If I'm being honest to like, they've done so many Marvel, Marvel ones yeah. already. Yeah. So like th there is that, and they could do like their own standalone Marvel stuff as well. Mm -hmm. um, but even I kind of want to imagine almost the, the 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 uh the Marvel the Marvel game that came out on Switch a couple of years back where it was kind of like you play as like heroes and villains Ultimate uh, Alliance Ultimate Alliance yeah mm -hmm. I feel like you could do something like that in Lego form yeah and then you could get like an original story but you get to have all of your favorite you know Marvel heroes in the Lego I'm telling you guys I'm I'm coming up with billion dollar <laughs> ideas here you're just so, like throwing them out there and and it's for free it's <laughs> yeah. all for free yep. so. You just want uh, your just, name on the back of the box. That's all. Yeah. Or just like at least like do something with the podcast. Be like, you know, <laughs> high sensitivity podcast, you know, recommended or something like that. Yeah. I would take we, we don't ask for much here. Yeah, we don't. You don't even have to give me a ton <laughs> of money. I don't care. You don't, I don't need it. <laughs> but uh, that was it for you in games this week. Yep. That's all, all right. I played. All right. So. For me in movies, as I mentioned, I finally got to watch Secrets of Dumbledore uh, recently came out. Mm -hmm. uh, but that is actually it for what I watched. OK, what did you end up watching? I watched the Batman today, so it is fresh finally, in my mind. Yes. All three hours of it. Um, and then Moon Knight and Winning Time, which I mean, Winning Time is more of Winning Time. Don't really need to go into that. It's phenomenal. Um, did you watch Moon Knight this week? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about Moon Knight. Okay, well. what do you think about this episode? Uh, definitely a lot more like action, like showcase, like 
kind of set pieces to it. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of surprised with how much they're able to fit into the action showcase and still kind of make things a bit more like make a bit more sense of things yeah. as well. Because in a way, like the series confused a lot of people and three episodes, I'm kind of more into like, OK, this is what's going on. And whether or not Mark or Steven is going to continue to have this issue with like the two, like them fighting themselves uh, is going to continue to be such a problem is going to be seen here. But I really like what they did with like with Mark and Steven, like they need to kind of find this piece in order to kind of coexist in this world and to make things better. And then also like his like ex-wife or wife or divorcee mm-hmm. character also feels like she's hiding some stuff. Yeah. Like I didn't notice her, like her kind of neck piece was going to be able to like kind of split apart and be used as a weapon. Like that was just <laughs> yeah. kind of cool. It was, it was cool. So, uh, yeah. I, um, I still feel a little confused. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's sure. just a it's there's true. just a lot they're throwing at you, and on top of that, you had all the other gods and their avatars, right? Um, I just think I'm sure it'll tie together, but um, I'm enjoying what I'm watching. But I can't say that I 100% grasp everything that's going on. I'm kind of just along for the ride at this point, and being like, I trust that when we get to episode six, it's all going to make sense because it doesn't make 100% sense to me right now. But that's okay. We'll yeah, get there. I agree. <laughs> agree with you. Uh, but tell me about the Batman. Okay. I gotta, I gotta the be- Batman. Um, you loved it, right? Yeah, loved it. Absolutely okay. loved it. Um, I think that I thoroughly enjoy Detective Batman, and that's what we got here. He's a detective first and foremost. I mean, there's action scenes, but I feel like the majority of it was detective mode. Um, I got kind of... Uh, if you ever watched the movie seven, I got like that kind of vibe, like serial killer. Um, let me solve this serial killer vibe, which I thought was cool. Um, I thought the penguin was well done. Falcone was well done. Um, the Riddler was fantastic. Um, my only, I only have like two gripes and they're not really huge. I'm not a fan of Catwoman in this movie. I, I just wasn't, um, she's okay, but I didn't really. It didn't really feel like a Catwoman to me. Um, and the other minor, minor one at the very end, uh, I'm not a fan of that Joker at all. <laughs> yeah, I guess we have to see how that yeah. Joker is going to go. I thought he did nail the laugh. I didn't like, like the laugh at all. I yeah, just, I uh, don't know. It just threw me off. It, it kind of reminded me of like, we have this like overwhelming population of people who think they're the joker right now and they all go around and try to do the joker laugh that's the vibe i got um but i'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt that they can come back and like obviously they're building him up as the villain the next villain um uh, you got a lot to live up to with heath ledger's joker um for sure and i i just thought of the other thing is i've said this before but dc can you please make your movies easier to see it's so dark in every scene. Yeah, like, there was times I was like this movie. Yeah, I was like some of these scenes. I was like, I can't barely see Batman. Um, but overall, fantastic movie. It was well done. Um, I enjoyed it. Every minute of three hours didn't feel like three hours for sure. Um, yeah, they did a great job. Yeah, like I, I do admit Catwoman does is a little corny. Yeah. at times and it was kind of and you know she she doesn't feel like the cat woman i guess that we're kind of used to yeah and in in like Anne hathaway's cat woman or like some of the other versions of Catwoman we see from dc uh i i will admit and like it's already been shown like what this joker is gonna look like mm-hmm. and it seems supposed to be like more of like a horror yeah type thing especially to what they did to his face and i'm not sure that i go for that yeah. or because like it What's nice about like this Riddler is that, yes, he's he is he is done so very well. And it's awesome when he like yep. is on screen because he commands it. Yep. But is like the Joker's facial feature is going to end up being too much of a distraction to where like it takes away from the performance that maybe this Joker would give. So yeah. that's that's why maybe I'm not like on the best portion of like. I why just not do his trademark makeup like, yeah. 
that would have been fine because like he Ledger's Joker did like the trade like almost it, it it was a little definitely a bit more runny, but right. definitely you you have like the trademark makeup with with the Joker. I don't know if you had to like deform his face <laughs> in a way to like have to make him the Joker there. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you go if you go back and look at like uh, Arkham Asylum, the Batman game, the the Joker's face in that was kind of deformed. Um, he still yeah. wore makeup, but he was kind of messed up. They build enough trust with this movie that I'm willing to believe in what they think they're going to go to next. Um, I think Robert Pattinson did a great job. Um, I yeah. didn't expect him to do as good as he did. Um, I was on board with the emo Batman that he portrayed. He's definitely emo, but like I think it worked. Um, and his action scenes were convincing. That's what you want of a Batman. He's not a martial artist, you know, like dodging bullets. He's just like a tank. And he's just like, yeah, you're going to shoot me, but you're not going to stop me. Um, I, I appreciated that. The more like just brawler approach to Batman. So they've definitely built up the trust. I'm willing to see where they can go from here. And I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on the Joker until we get the full movie. Yeah, agreed. All right. Secrets of Dumbledore. Uh, oh, fan, before you start. Oh, okay. Secrets of Dumbledore. Before you get into the review. Yeah. Did you stay awake the whole time in this movie? Yes, I did. Okay, continue. <laughs> All right. I know some people have not. <laughs> so, um, hmm. it, it, if it, it's kind of hard for me to judge this movie. If I was to rank it, I really mm -hmm. like the first Fantastic Beasts. Okay. Um, and where to find them. I would say I liked Secrets of Dumbledore better than Crimes of Grindelwald. Okay. Um, overall. So, like, there is something to look forward to here. If Especially if you're a hardcore fan. I did not like Crimes of Grindelwald really at all. Yeah. Uh, that movie. Boring. What I like about the Fantastic <laughs> Beasts series is that it's focusing more on, you know, it's supposed to be focusing more on Newt, you know, the, the magical, you know, zoologist in a way. <laughs> Yeah. But like this movie is called Secrets of Dumbledore. So it again, like the Fantastic Beasts portion of things doesn't take up a lot of this portion. Like the beginning of the movie, I was like immediately drawn into because it's doing like the Fantastic Beasts. You get to see cool animals and whatnot. Like I loved that part. But toward the middle of the movie, we get away from all of that. And then the slight part that we get back toward the magical beast portion. If you watch it, you're probably going to be like, come on, what is this? But like, it did make me laugh. <laughs> okay. Like what they decide to do with that portion. It. It's it, it's a hard movie. It definitely explains more of like the relationship between Grindelwald and Dumbledore. And we start to understand it a lot more and almost, you know, become involved in it in a way. But. You know, I really like Newt. I really like his character. I like that he's a little bit kind of antisocial and that he's awkward when he talks to other people. But uh, like we've seen the grass stick figure. We've seen this weird kind of platypus thing that likes glittery items. The Niffler. Like, yeah, the Niffler. Exactly. Mm -hmm. See, you know more about this than I do. <laughs> um, but we've seen this and I just want to see them expand more on it and yes a fantastical beast is kind of crucial mm -hmm. to this uh, to this movie and how it does but it i just wish there was more of it like that's what i wish they focused more on i will say that mads mickelson he did he played an excellent grindelwald i don't think it hurt it did not hurt the movie that it was not johnny depp playing it i could see where Maybe Johnny Depp does a little bit better of portraying kind of the the secret of Dumbledore because I'm trying not to spoil it mm. without really getting there. But maybe I because I, Mad Mickelson kind of plays a sturdy villain like he's not smiling too much. He's not like this kind of whimsical villain that Voldemort is or was, I should mm. say. So maybe Johnny Depp might have played a better role in that because he's more used to it because Mads Mikkelsen has to know that he's kind of filling in in a way where this wasn't the plan. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, so he just kind of has to come in and be this person. And I feel like maybe the movie would have done a lot better 
had they not had to kind of make this change to it. And it is supposed to be a five-part series, so they are setting up for two more. I just really don't know the direction in which this one's going to go, if I'm going to be honest, because it it does a lot of things well to kind of sum up. Like, it, it, it's a nice little portion of summing up the first three, but where it goes from here and who it focuses on is kind of in a question mark. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I guess my thing was always if you wanted to make more movies in the Harry Potter universe and you wanted it to be about Dumbledore, then make movies about Dumbledore, but don't tie yeah. it into fantastic yeah. beasts. Like let it be its own thing. Um, you think it, you think they get two more movies out of this? I do think so. <laughs> like it did come out that the movie is making money. It was making, I think it made about 45 million. Okay. Um, so it, it, it will make a profit. It's Harry Potter. Like, yeah. for God's sake, like people are mm-hmm. going to see it, especially people who grew up with Harry Potter are going to yeah. continue to go out and see it. But like, it's definitely strange for me where I went and see the saw this movie today. The movies, I think, been out for less than a week. Yeah, uh, it came I'm, out Friday, right? Yeah, I think it came out Friday and the theater was barely full. Like, yeah. yet again, I am going in a matinee like I was going at 4 p.m. on a Monday. Right. So hopefully the nighttime showings are a little bit more fruitful for the movie theater. But Harry Potter was this phenomenon and this hasn't reached those heights. And I don't I don't think it has anything to do with like it's Harry Potter. It's going to make money. But I feel like J.K. Rowling, you know, the author of this whole entire thing really needs to kind of do a better job of storytelling, and make everything connected in a way like. Mm-hmm. I I do have a feeling of where it's going to go next for its next two movies. But why they they could you're right. They could have just separated the Fantastic Beasts portion of things and done, you know, an Albus Dumbledore five part series and yeah. people would have loved it. People would have mm-hmm. ate it up, but it, it just feels like they aren't. They aren't like they aren't doing a good job of doing the storytelling. And when you see this movie, I think you're going to find out what I mean. Okay. like they're definitely like the action scenes. I because I always find myself comparing like the action scenes to past Harry Potter movies because CGI and virtual effects have gone so far since the Harry Potter movies. Yes, the the action scenes look so much better and Mm. more fantastic than they do in the old ones. But the story isn't there. Uh. (laughs) I want I really want to care about Dumbledore. Trust me, I've Dumbledore is a cult following, you know, <laughs> of people in the Harry Potter universe or but I just don't I, I just feel like that she's kind of making it up as she goes along. It's really hard to like say and who knows, maybe like this whole Harry Potter game that's coming out, you know, later, I think what next year or this year, this year, yeah, this, maybe we'll give them a base to do something better and do something more with the movies to like get people to get into it. But it's, it's not what it used to be. And it definitely shows like it definitely shows that like the, this, the wizarding world series and franchise just isn't, it's not as climactic as it used to be. And, you know, it's disappointing, but there are always going to be the Harry Potter fans that love this movie, no matter what it does. And, Anything J.K. Rowling does is a, a pile of money to be worshipped upon. So it, I, I know it's a strange thing to say, but it, it's just how I feel. <laughs> you know, I, I kind of feel like um, I know Daniel Radcliffe got asked recently if he would be willing to go back and do more Harry Potter films. And he had said at not at this time. Right. So part of me feels like this is them just kind of buying time until they can get Daniel Radcliffe to come back and then they can continue with Daniel Radcliffe's kids, right? Uh, Ron and Hermione and, and Harry and Ginny's kids, and then still have them there. Cause it seems like that's where they really want to go, but they can't until they all agree to come back if they do. So I felt like this, I always felt like fantastic beast was like a filler of them being like, well, it's still Harry Potter, so we can still make money. Um, and that's fine, but I really feel like they should have stopped with one. I don't think we need five 
six whatever Fantastic Beast movies, especially if you're not even going to stick to the Fantastic Beast portion of it. Do one of those and then do a Dumbledore movie and then do a movie on, I don't know, Bellatrix Lestrange or something, you know, or yeah. a Voldemort movie, something. You can do all that. You don't, but don't like cling to this Fantastic Beast and then make him an afterthought, you know? Yeah, it's, but yeah, especially how Eddie... I think I I really like Eddie Redmayne's character. Like mm-hmm. I, I've said it again, but it just feels like these past two movies, and again, this is better than Crime Crimes of Grindelwald. This this one does does do a better job. Okay, it does. So hopefully, hopefully it just gets better from here. That's all I can hope for. Yeah. But I I don't I don't know how it's going to go, especially with how the story goes, and you know, you'll see it for yourself when you find sure. out. Sure. Sure. But uh, that's going to be it for the podcast. You know, that's that's it for movies and games this week and news. Uh, we appreciate you guys listening and hope that if you liked it enough that you'll share it with your friends and review it on your podcasting platform, listening platform of choice. If you're interested in submitting questions or have any suggestions, feel free to email us at highsensitivitypodcast at gmail.com. And we also have a Twitch at High Sensitivity, a Facebook and an Instagram at High Sensitivity Gaming. Uh, you can find it tags there, but feel free to let us know if you have any suggestions or comments below. Craig's done an excellent job with the Instagram as of late, you know, showing the podcast video portions that I've been putting up and we're finally all caught up, which is nice. So I yeah. plan to continue to, I plan to continue to be putting up the video forms because I do think, uh, I do think there's a platform for those people who just like to watch like a talking heads type thing. So yeah. with that again, thank you for listening and we'll see you guys next time. See you later.